hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It, a D&D podcast with random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will be encountering one of 100 monsters that our DM has compiled for us. We never know what we'll face next. Also, we'll be leveling up, meaning our characters will get very powerful very fast. Along the way, our characters will actually be going on a continuous journey that links together the entire campaign. So tune into our show whether you're brand new to role-playing games, a D&D veteran, or if you just like to hear people have fun. This is episode... Seven. Well, woohoo! Sweet. I'm Jake. I'm the dungeon master. Joined here with two of our regulars and a new special guest. What's your name, sir? What's up? I'm Andrew. Thanks for letting me play. Hi, everybody. Hi. 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 I'm Amy. I play Havilar, the barbarian dragonborn. She's really awesome and scary and strong. And Kyle's back with your boy Mumps. I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> I was feeling it. Uh, we don't have Mary Kate this week. Uh, because her character is dead. So Shut up. <laughs> what? He's... No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what we're starting with is Havilar. When we last met, you were accompanied by Valet Valenair, princess of the mysterious castle Viahara, which is currently missing. As her friend and officially appointed royal guard, you have stuck with her on a journey to locate the castle. That journey has taken you to a mysterious and dark portal, through which you believe you will find passage home. So, bravely, you and Veilette have tied yourselves to some sturdy iron and traversed this portal into the unknown with 110 feet of rope to spare. Without Mumps. Yeah, exactly. This was not before saying goodbye to your halfling friend, Mumps. And why was it you had part ways? Secrets. She asked me to trust her. Yeah, and she asked me to trust her too, but... All right, so... It's a strange-looking portal, as far as portals go. A large oval framed by dark iron, but void of all light, like staring into a vacuum. Veilat wields a mysterious staff left behind by a strange wizard who seems to have opened the portal in the first place decades ago. She is secured to your back with some help from the rope. You take a deep breath, and you step through. So make a constitution saving throw. Right off the bat. <laughs> it is 19. It's cold and dark. Even with your dark vision, you can't see anything. But you feel yourself slowly falling. Slowly? It's pulling me down slowly. Mm-hmm. But without any light, you're not sure what it's bringing you down to. Violetta, are you awake? She's just hanging on your back like a rag doll. When you look, you see she is breathing. You can tell because you see her breath every time she exhales. It's cold in here and she's occasionally shivering. Luckily, you're resistant to cold as a silver dragonborn. Right, right. Can I feel anything? I'm reaching out around me to feel what's around, below. I'm just in midair. You are attached to a rope still. Yeah, but I'm not walking. Yeah, you're not walking. It's almost like you're swimming down. I shout, hello! 
there's not an echo or anything. Is it's almost like your voice just doesn't carry very far. I think I'm resigned to just fall, continue falling, and see where <laughs> this goes. You actually start to see weird, almost snakish shapes below you. Without any light, you can't determine color. You can't even really make out a ground. Just some things resting on it. I ready my mace. You're about twenty feet off the ground when the rope goes taut. When it does, the staff drops out of Valet's hand. Can I reach for it? Sure, make a dexterity saving throw. 17. You do grab it. The light on the end, as soon as you grab it, brightens up, revealing about a 100-foot radius of light around you. Now that there's this light, you can see black vines and branches and thorns. They get thicker in a certain direction, so that must be where they're growing from. Growing on these vines are little purple flowers. And uh, otherwise, it's empty. You don't see like anything above you, like a ceiling, or anything around you, like a wall. You just see vines resting on something. You just follow the other 20 feet slowly and land gently on the floor. Ah. <laughs> it's like you have an inch of water before just a solid ground. This is a strange land. You look up and you see that one end of the rope is dangling its way down, and it's it's cut. No! Those whispers again. Andrew. Yes. What's your character's name? It's Godric Pip. So, Godric, you wake to a familiar darkness because you've been here a little while. I've been asleep here a long time. You hear whispering. What's that? And when you look off in the distance, you see holding a staff which is glowing with this bright kind of blue light, this dragonborn creature. Oh my goodness. I'm quite tall, white dragonborn with silver scales accenting my face and spikes down my back into a tail. Holy shit. Yeah. Giant Whoa. dragon humanoid. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And she also seems to have a, a woman's body on her back just kind of dangling over. It's badass. <laughs> this is an odd sight to wake up to for anybody. <laughs> it's like, is she alive? Is it, you don't know. I, I can't tell if this is my hero, this is the person who saved me, or the person I need to fight. I take out my wand and... I pointed at her direction, and I want to, like, a more of a warning, not, I don't want to do any harm yet. It's like a firework, almost, like sparklers, but a little bit more dramatic. So prestidigitation can do something like that? I'm going to do that. Havilar. In the direction towards where the vines are, it looks like a man showering sparks out of a wand. I turn and look at him and roar and raise my mace and charge. Shit. <laughs> I stand my ground. And I say, in the name of Magnus, what are you? I stop short. My mace still raised. Who are you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Godric Pip. She's like 60 feet away. I'm Godric Pip. <laughs> I have a long beard, very dirty, cloak that's been stained with mud, um, glasses. I have a cat with me, my cat. <laughs> what does your cat look like? My cat is gray all around and fluffy and I look like utter shit. Oh no, another old, old human man. Old man, are you dead? No, no. Is I'm, this hell? I, I, no. I got stuck here through this portal. I assume you went down the same portal as well. I went through a portal. There may be many portals in this infinite place. That's just the one portal to get to here. So you have knowledge that I don't have. Damn it, I haven't had a conversation in a long time. <laughs> I've just talked to myself and my cat. You, come over here. As you walk that way, you start to hear the leaves rustling and the vines start to slide. 
oh across the ground. Wizard with knowledge, what is that? It's all heading in the direction that he's coming from. <gasps> the vines themselves are actually being pulled that way. Are they attracted to you? No, not, not at all. I mean, if they are, that's awfully kind, but no. no. <laughs> it's just uh, just some horrible thing that could eat you at any moment and uh, take your life. Wizard! What? <laughs> we need to go. We need to... How do we... What's the monster's name? It's called the Shambling Mound. The Shambling Mound. So when it appears, you should go... <gasps> Shambling Mound. <laughs> Does it have any weaknesses? Oh, uh, what? No, it doesn't. It doesn't really have any feelings or empathy because it just eats all the people, all the corpse you see. And yeah. as you guys are talking, this this shape begins to bad. start a, sort of loom it's over you. Crappy. It's a very shitty situation. How are you still and alive? This mound of vegetation that's growing. Well, well, did you look at that? And it's about sixty feet that's behind you, and it starts to take the humanoid shape. <gasps> the shambling mound. You realize it's made up not just of vines and flowers, but that inside the bizarre creature are the rotting remains of human I don't even want to wait anymore. I just want to attack it. Okay. I charge with my mace. 21. So you're going to hit it for the full six damage. And though you snap through a couple of twigs, the thing just continues to work its way up. Oh, do you still have Veilette dangling on your back? Yeah. Okay. You just feel her her head kind of knock into the back of your head, and you're like, oh, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> be careful. Once you've hit it, you see that it's about twice your height and probably four times as wide. You can barely tell there's four limbs coming out of what maybe is a head. And inside you just see bones protruding from these decaying corpses. Let's roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> Something bad? It is a natural one. Now that Havilar is level seven, she got this new ability called Feral senses or something like that? Something like that. Advantage on initiative. Advantage on initiative. 16. All right, you're going to go first again. You're still standing there. It's growing. And I want to take out my greatsword. And I want to slash again at the nearest limb of the beast. Havilara's run up and swung with a mace, switched quickly to a greatsword and slash. He's dealt it a total of 16 damage because now it's fully formed and it's ready to go. No, then I won't move. Stay put. Greatsword ready. And raises up its giant two limbs and slams each of them down on Havilar. I rolled a 23 to hit you. Oh no. So I hit you twice. <gasps> oh man. The uh, bones that are sticking out of the sides of its mushy, rotten arms slash at you as it slams into you. Holy crap. Don't say that. Don't say that. 27 bludgeoning damage. Oh! What? 27? It's surrounding you. You're almost engulfed in it. And these vines are grabbing at you. And you, like, fight them off. But then they lift Veilette off of your back. No! And they pull Veilette into this mass of vines and twigs and thorns. Oh, no. I'm going to add some fireballs to this shambling mound. (laughs) I actually am going to have you make a roll to try and aim it perfectly so it doesn't hit Veilette. Because that'll be kind of tricky. 19. Solid. Nice. All right, so it was well-aimed. Here we go. Fireball. However, uh, this thing is wet and moldy, so the fireball actually doesn't deal as much as you would have expected it to. So you're only going to deal half of the amount of damage. This piece of shit shambling mound. So it kind of looks in your general direction. You get a chill run up your spine as this thing notices you for maybe the first time since you've been here. The shambling mound. The shambling mound. Just then... Mumps, you uh, have this chain wrapped around your waist and you leap through this portal and you find yourself falling downwards ever so slowly 
and you see below you the scene unraveling. There's this giant, viney, thorny monster attacking what looks to be Havilar, and you think maybe you see Veilette in there as well. Havilar! You're alive! What was Havilar, that? Havilar, you hear that comforting, comforting sound. <laughs> My ears suddenly hurt. You see mumps coming down. Yes, we see a halfling who is kind of bloody. So he's not his freshest, but he's excited because he sees his friends are alive and he's getting a new burst of energy. He's going to cast Confusion. So it makes a saving throw. Do you know what type? Wisdom. And it's going to have to do better than a 15. It does worse than a 15. Yay! What happens? It has to roll a d10. And depending on the number, I have the little chart of what the player's handbook says will happen. The shambling mound suddenly just stops for a while. You're not sure what, what its intentions are. It's kind of confused, you might say. Mumps, you look haggard and bloodied. You look great. I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, we should make this quick, though. What's happening? I want to go into a rage. Okay. The second I show up, have a large exactly goes like berserk. Exactly <laughs> I take my great sword. I would like to cut its arms off. When you draw your great sword back to strike, these dragon spirits emerge from like behind you. You see them circle the monster. They're calling it to fight one-on-one with you. 24. So you chop hard into one of its arms, almost like half of the way through it. And then I want to attack again. All right. 13. 13 is not enough. This time you, you swing up for it again, but... Do you stay put? If I move, it can attack me, right? Mm-hmm. I have a question about that because it is confused. Oh. It doesn't get any reactions. Nope. And okay. if so if that's if it counts as a reaction and opportunity attack, yeah. it can't because it's confused. There you go. You could get away because it's confused. I will get away. Okay. So it can't reach me. Like feet. just out of its reach. And that puts it at bad guy's turn. Roll a D ten. Oh, okay. At the beginning. I got a seven. All right, the creature melee attacks a random creature within reach. So now that Havilar has stepped away. Well, there's Veilette. Oh, shit. But I can react to protect her. Veilette is being pulled further into the creature's chest, almost like it's happening automatically. Oh, dear. But even as it's pulling her in, these spines and rib bones sprout out of it. And then they just stab her with those ribs. It's going to hit. Do you want to, at this point, use your reaction? Yes. Seeing these jagged bones being pressed into Veilette's unconscious body. Veilette! You don't know that you can do this, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So you just sort of call out her name. And these ancestral dragon heads floating around, they sh- they approach and ram into the creature's arm and almost move it. Like, they're, they're actually there in the physical world in a way. Eight. Okay, so you're going to prevent eight. But she still takes nine damage. So she might not make it into the next episode. Now it tries to save and get out of this spell. Yeah, yeah. Yes! Still sitting around there, confused. Just, you know, chipping away at Veilette's corpse. Oh, God. What? Wait, wait. (laughs) Corpse? She she died? Don't confuse people. Sorry, I meant to say body, not corpse. He said with a huge (laughs) grin on his face. She's not dead yet. Chipping away at Veilette's. Life. It's just there's a lot of corpses in there. I get confused. Oh, no. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> well, it's time now for one spell that I always love to do. My favorite spell, web. Web? Web. All right. And I want to stick it to this trembling mound. Okay. Shambling mound. Shambling. <laughs> trembling mound is like... I'm trembling right now. That's trembling mound is something we can't discuss on this PG-13 podcast. So, okay. <laughs> he says that with his mouth. <laughs> As the webs come out and, and, <laughs> and wrap around this creature. So I think on its turn, it's going to make a dexterity saving throw. For now, it's all wrapped up. Let's stick in one place. Yep. Mumps is up. Kill the bastard. Yeah, I want to, you know, hurt this guy, but I don't want to hurt Vailette. Where on the body is Vailette? Like Right shouldery in there. I've been hacking at the arm closest to where she is to open that spot. And I'm going to aim to stab where I think the heart in humanoids would be, which would be the left side. You get your rapier out then? And I say, I'm coming, Violet! Ah, you're kidding me. Oh no. It's a 10. And the vines kind of wrap around and you have to like tug to get your rapier back. Good thing I have an extra attack. You do indeed. It's a 10 again. That's not quite enough. Oh man. This time you whack it, it bounces off to the side. Now you're within melee range. Okay, well, I'm still aiming for the right arm. Okay. I'm trying to cut a hole large enough where I can reach in and pull Violet out. Perfect. Natural 20. Nice. So your damage is doubled, so roll four. Yes. Plus your strength and your rage bonus. 22. 22. The thing has taken 66 damage as you chop way up at the shoulder. You slice on his higher arm off. Violet's arm starts dangling out to the side there. So now it's this giant creature with a tiny elvish arm dangling out one side of it <laughs> and an enormous, rotting, scary vine arm on the other side. I'm confused. Not Let's me, the shambling mound. D10. This time I got a five. The creature takes no movement or action. Whoa. Okay. Fantastic, so right? The creature just looks over at the arm that is chopped off of it. And that's its whole turn, thanks to Confusion, which is just a crazy good spell. It's a fourth level spell. It's good. <laughs> wow, it's only I'm, And I, to think I almost didn't pick it. 
<laughs> All right, so I'm going to make a saving throw to try and get yep, out yep, of that. Yep. So I can beat that show a contest. What is it? I got a one. Oh! <laughs> Confusion is my weakness as a DM. Go! <laughs> Godric Pip? Yes. You're up, sir. Oh, so I shall try to be <laughs> diplomatic. Maybe try talking to this thing. And... You can if you want. No, I don't. I want to fill the air with spinning daggers. A cloud of daggers? Yes. Okay. And it comes from both sides. Daggers. So daggers appear and twirl around inside the Shambling Mountain around it. Mumps, you're up there by its shoulder. I want to grab Veilet and pull her out. It can't take reaction, so I'm going to let you climb across its back to get over next to her and then try and wedge her out. So make a strength check. You grab her under her arms, and you pull with your feet on the sides of the vines, and you're holding her now, dangling on this rope. Havilar, you are up. Okay, so now Violette is in the clear, and I can just slash and slash and you slash. You just, out of the corner of your eye, you see her get safe, and you're like, It's time. <laughs> the creature is bloodied. It is at least halfway dead. Should we just run? Let's see how confused I am this time. Eight. Do I get to swing at something? Creature melee attacks a random creature within reach. Oh, hells yeah. Which I think is me and Vela are the only two within reach. Hey, it's me. Mumps is the lucky one. I should have done Blade Ward. I should have. I should have. I regret everything. <laughs> All right, so it has disadvantage. I oh, got 15. Dang it. You look up and this big old lumbery limb <laughs> is going to slam down into you. And oh. I'm going to have half the damage hit Vela too. We're so close together, that does feel it slides off the two of you and then slashes at you with the thorns as it pulls away. Scratchy. Violet is bleeding a little more than she should be. Her eyes shoot open for a second and then roll back in her head like she's she's dying. What the? Oh! No! If you couldn't hear that in the mic, that was Amy screaming from the kitchen. Wait, who's dying? Violet oh. has been hurt while unconscious to the point where she is dying unless she either succeeds on her death saving throws or is revived by magic or otherwise. So it's not looking great, but, you know. You have a way of saying things that are bad, like they're very casual. (laughs) That's how you got to live sometimes. Like, (laughs) oh, you know. Yeah, Yeah, you know, Jake. Our princess is dying. (laughs) Let's not be confused anymore. Please stay confused. Come on. Please stay confused. Please. I'm confused. Yay! (laughs) Oh, it's something going or us, at least. Oh, also, I take 44 damage from the daggers that are flying around inside my belly. Yes. Works every time. What's with the ones? Not great. Not great. I got six damage. Yeah. Why? 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 <laughs> What's with me? I don't know ones? how to tell you why the dice landed the way this that they did. This out of practice. I'm a little weak. <laughs> now, you're concentrating on that spell. It's your turn now. So if you cast another spell that requires concentration, that spell will end. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to keep doing that every turn. I want to keep daggering the bastard. I can't do anything to help heal the poor girl. Nah, not really. You do have your teleport, Shmiel, remember? You can teleport with one willing creature, and it'll switch you. So I can be in her shoes. If she was willing, and I don't think she can be willing without being conscious. Consent. That's called consent. Uh, <laughs> we jumped on it. I wasn't even done with a sentence, and I was like, no. <laughs> it's 2019 now. No, Get with it, people. That, yeah, it's that is important. That is important to know. Consent. You can't this may be, be a willing. fantasy world, but we still respect consent. <laughs> yes. I'll just do the poison spray. All right. <laughs> So you run up and you extend your wand or your hand. My staff. And this fume of gasp. The creature that you were targeting, he succeeds. Damn you, you trembling. Not What's damaging it? it. 
What's a stumbling mind? The shambling mound. Shambling mound. stumbling mind. mind. <laughs> Something with an S and then an M. And a noun. <laughs> the slimy mongrel. <laughs> I run back the other way. <laughs> Mumps drags Violet away. And then uh, I would like to cast Cure Wounds on Violet. So we're up to seven. She gets seven hit points back. She's got a pretty gnarly looking wound on her side. And you, yeah. you press your hand to that. And you watch it heal over. Her eyes open for a moment. She sees you and she says... Mumps, hey. She falls back asleep. She's stabilized, but she's unconscious still. As long as she's alive. <laughs> well, I have to attack because I don't have any other things. <laughs> so I will keep attacking. One strike after the other, screaming with every one. It has taken 106. Ooh. I let out a fierce roar. Roar! In the meantime, there's still daggers chopping away at its insides. I need you to roll damage for the daggers that are still okay. affecting it. That's right. All right. That's pretty good. Now, what I want to do... Acid splash. Sick. Right. <laughs> don't, don't call me a wizard for nothing. <laughs> and then I put the staff on the rocks. A bubble of acid flies out of it. Correct. Flies past Havilar and at the creature who doesn't take the damage again. Great, I yeah. go back, I run back. <laughs> Next time I'll get you. Now having saved Violet, I'm gonna gently lay her down on the ground. I'm gonna rush the creature with my rapier and try and stab it in the back. It's gonna get in the 20s. Second attack. Wow. <gasps> Mumps is raging too. Nice. Wow. I, I brandish that rapier and I run up and I jump through the air flying, pierce it in like that base of the neck way, but not quite skull. Jump out by kicking off the back of it, backflip, land, and stab up from that standing position into the gut. It starts to split at the top. When it dangles open, you see this corpse just get ripped in half that was <sighs> attached to both sides. Oh, you know what happens next. Mumps barfs. <laughs> after this epic, now is the time. after that epic move that could get him a gold medal at the Olympics. You, you landed with a smile on your face. Because I imagine the corpse now, it's come open and the blood is dripping and it gets on mumps. And I, I just see him barfing. Maybe a little. He barfs. It, it doesn't have a lot of blood left. It's like, it's just mush. Oh, that's and, so gross. Yeah. I would barf at that. So mumps is definitely going to barf at that. So you did 21, you said, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Is it dead yet? So, in fact... Oh, come on. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. Yeah. Oh, uh, you see organs flash to the ground and the things start to tip over. And the shambling mound has ceased to shamble. The shambling mound. The killing stroke. You got it. Yeah, you know what really killed that shambling mound? The power of friendship. <gasps> no, that's funny because Havilar did like 139 of that damage and then... <laughs> then it came mumps. The thing parts and you just see mumps barfing. Yeah. You don't know what else happened. <laughs> Shake off the rage now that this thing is dead. The dragon spirits circle around you and then enter into your chest. What do you guys do now? I do a little jig. <laughs> I'm so glad that dad thing's gone. I would like to go back to Violet just to see how healthy or not healthy she is. So she's stable, but, but she's cold and unconscious. Can I give her my winter clothes or do they not fit her? They'll fit her as like a blanket at least for now. Okay. I can give her my cloak if she wants a cloak. Okay, so you guys kind of bundled her up. Thank you, good sir. Of course, of course. Appreciate it. Anytime. I'm sorry, I my instinct was to kill you. Oh, I understand. I come off as rather 
odd and creepy, but Pamela, I... you're not going to make new friends if you keep slashing around at everything that comes near you. Mumps, you're going to die if you don't keep slashing around at everything that comes near you. I would beg to disagree, because we is... Shut up, Evelyn! Mum okay. starts crying and hugs her. Oh, Just oh, happy yes. that they're together again. I'm sorry I, I reacted strongly. I'm <laughs> still coming out of the rage. I'm so patting scared, him on the back. And you disappeared. And you oh. left me in a cave. And oh, God. Mumps. The, the wizard is trying to speak. The tree was on fire. Mumps. Mumps, why don't you check on Violet? She looks... I think she stopped breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Mumps goes back and checks her again. You do see there's still this rope attached to Mumps, and it goes all the way up. <clears throat> chain. Mumps, d- will that rope take us back? It's a chain. Mr. Expert gave it to me, and um, it's supposed to be really strong, and it should take us back because it's anchored to our plane. You want to leave the portal? You don't want to leave the portal? I mean, well... Ma- Magnus was here. Magnus, that name so again. So was that shambling mound, and I don't think you want to be anywhere near something like that. No, I don't. I just admire dark forces along with good. I'm not interested in performing any dark magic. I just find Magnus fascinating. You keep saying that name, and I actually don't know what you're it's talking about. He's a dark wizard from a long time ago. His power for magic almost ate you today and my cat. Do you see? My cat wasn't had a spell put on it. So a spell. What kind of spell? Well, she was turned into a cat. So it's, it's not, not a cat. cat. Mumps stops stroking the cat and sets it down on the ground. <laughs> That's my mother, you oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Wizard. You see the, the light source that's been illuminating the whole scene? Yes. It's Magnus's staff that's sitting there right there on the ground. Do you see this? It's a staff. Yes, I pick it up before he gets there. Yes. Yeah, sure. I, Wait, I, no, I, I pick it up. Damn <laughs> That's, that's, that's Magnus' staff. I sense staff. that you're very interested in this staff. Mr. Wizard. Uh, yes, yes. We gotta get the staff back quick because the tree's dying. It was on fire. The treat. To the tree. The tree. The tree. Because it's dying and we have the staff and we have to go now because it's. I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Can you lift us up there? I was kind of hoping you would because you're really strong. Oh, so you... You want me to carry yeah. I want everyone. you to do... Well, the chain uh, is magic. It'll draw you back up when you do the command word. Oh, really? Yeah, the Into the Void I was, I was hoping package. she would Andre the Giant us from Princess Bride, where all of us <laughs> get on her back, and she slowly goes out of the thing. Mr. Wizard. Yes. Well, we... Do you, do you yes. want to come, come with us? Because what? What? your mom can where? come, too. <gasps> oh, that's so kind. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. No, because, you, you know, you were... You were helping us out, and I think, you know, if anyone, a friend of our friend is a friend, right? And we will not leave a live person, a live being down here all alone. That would be... This place is really creepy. If you sing a happy tune, it can be kind of cheerful, but at times when that shambly mound thing came about, it was very quite frightening, so I'd rather get out of here. I, I agree. I agree. Havilar, you want to you wanna do the honors? Oh, please. Sure, mums, I'll do it. Yay! I scoop Mumps and throw him onto my back. You there, wizard, just just hold on to my waist. Okay. And I begin hand over hand, pulling us up. Um, you're forgetting something, Havilar. My mom. You know, just that one person you've been supposed to protect since you were a young little dragon. I'm sorry, Mumps, I'm a little tired. I I happen to do 140 points of damage on the monster. uh, That's a rounding up. And you (laughs) did a measly 21. So yes, let me... 
go down and hand under hand. The funniest thing is mumps can climb so easily, but he doesn't. He I doesn't, know. He doesn't want to. I get Violet and I climb hand over hand, up and up and up. You make the climb and you get to the top exhausted. <sighs> well done, dragon. And then you guys stumble through and you are in broad daylight. The light is oh. a shocking awakening oh for everybody. Goodness. And I can see again. In front of you is sort of this uh, wow. like cool-looking sand castle, but it's like so 20 feet pretty. tall, and, and inside which is a tiefling girl. She's got horns and a tail, like a devil tail kind oh. of. I think she was pinkish. The more interesting thing when you look behind you is this tree that has its mouth open into this dark portal that you just popped out of, and its eyes are wrinkled closed. And once all of you climb out of it, the mouth closes. This is the tree that we need to save. Yeah, um, quickly, Mr. Wizard, take the staff and do something with your magic. Oh, dear. I hand oh. it to oh, me, me, uh, Godric. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, well, so I take the staff, and oh, where's my spells? Marnagina, Arati, Arabic, Arasloop. And you guys can tell this is not a language at all. Chocolate shit! As he waves the staff, there's this beam of green light that shoots out of the tip of the staff and hits the tree and then spreads around the tree and the tree's eyes open wide and its mouth opens. It can look around and see everybody and it, and it says Ah, the magic is back. Tree, you're back! Mom's rums out and hugs the tree. You've made it and you've returned the staff. And uh, one of its branches points to Valette and says is your friend okay? Can you heal her? So another little branch comes out and like wraps around her legs and pulls her oh, over. Wow. And then there's this sharp stick and it jabs into her chest. <laughs> I brandish my weapon. No, wait, no, stop, no, wait, please. This light washes over her and oh, these phew. yellow sparks float off of her almost. When the tree removes the needle branch from her chest, she sits up and looks around at all of you. What, what's what's happening? And I guess we could just end the episode now. What about my cat? Oh, hello. <laughs> Turn my mother back into my mother. I, I'm quite worn and emotionally worn at Violet being poked by trees and being stabbed by other kinds of creepy trees. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to rest. Well, I am... I'm kind of blind by the light that I'm finally out of the portal. For, for, it's quite nice to see and be a part and have friends who actually communicate, not just my own thoughts and my own cat and talking and the tr- stumbling mound. Mm-hmm. What is it Shambling. called? Shambling. <laughs> yeah, Mumps is drained but elated. Yeah, he went battle to battle, back to back into pretty harrowing situations, but he found Havilar and Violet and successfully got them out of the portal and saved the tree in the process. Ooh, you know what we gotta do is roll for the next random monster. We have to roll, roll for it. it. That's true. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Where were you on that one? I, I, that was cool. I wish <laughs> I would have known. 
I could feel it. I could feel the connection. Right. Special thanks to our special guest and all the specials, Andrew, for playing Godric Pimp. Godric Pimp, you did a great job. Your first yeah, time awesome. as uh, Dungeons and Dragons are. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, well guys. Done. It was so much fun. Good job, Confusion, the MVP of yeah, the Yeah, Confusion the game. MVP. I'm taking that spell out of my next campaign because no, <laughs> we would have totally died. That spell is not allowed. 100 would have died without it, most likely. Signing off. Hey, this is DM Jake. Thank you so much for listening to episode 7. You are almost at the end of the season, but there is still a lot of role for it left to enjoy. When they first rolled this monster, I was honestly a little disappointed because shambling mounds aren't my favorite. I prefer shuffling almond joys. Actually, I was psyched because this monster just randomly happened to match with the description of like a tentacle monster type thing that I described in episodes 6 and 5 with completely no knowledge of what we were going to face. So the dice provided something that made sense. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.